0: The blessing side of why virtual assisting is such a general term is that it really opens up all the possibilities of how you can earn money as a virtual assistant. Welcome to the Wonderless Virtual Assistant Podcast. I'm Rebecca. VA coach, business author, and digital nomad. Through empowered mentorship, I coach women to embrace their dreams and build a virtual assistant biz that unleashes their freedom. On today's episode, I'm going to discuss all the different kinds of services a virtual assistant can offer. From admin to tech and even into marketing, you will find a service that resonates with you. Let's begin. Today's Cocktails and Coaching is really important because a conversation that I have with a lot of women around starting a virtual assistant business is A, thinking that they don't have the skills to be a virtual assistant, and B, they don't want to do what they think virtual assistants do. So I really want to dive into what services virtual assistants offer and that you can offer as a virtual assistant. And there's going to be kind of two parts to this training. One is, okay, yes, let's dive into the, more common areas that virtual assistants provide services, but I also want to kind of crack open your imagination and a new way of thinking about all of the ways I have seen virtual assistants provide service. So virtual assisting is a really general term which can be a blessing and a curse. On the curse side, it's like it's so general. So, so what is it specifically? Like it's hard for me to see myself being a virtual assistant because it is too general. The blessing side of why virtual assisting is such a general term is that it really opens up all the possibilities of how you can earn money as a virtual assistant. Think of virtual assisting as a stepping stone, as like your first step inside to working remotely as a freelance contractor, okay? So you can really start any way under the umbrella of virtual assisting, and then you can take your virtual assisting business, your newfound freedom, your contracting, Business in any direction you want afterwards. You can niche down if you like. You can fall in love with a certain area and pursue that more deeply. Maybe you really f- click and connect with a client and their company and you grow up through their company. I have seen many women in the Laptop Freedom Program start off as virtual assistants and end up being COOs of their client's company. In the Laptop Freedom Program, we really build VA businesses that can last, that are sustainable on really strong foundation so that if you want to expand, if you want to partner, create an agency, start a second business, go beyond virtual assisting. If you feel like you are an entrepreneur that wants location independence and the freedom of working for yourself, you don't know where to start, virtual assisting and how general it is can be a real blessing for you because that can be your ticket in. You can also stay as a virtual assistant. Tons of women, they stay as a virtual assistant or they become online business managers. There's a lot of growth and potential progression from a virtual assisting starting point if that's what you want. However, if it's hard to even see and imagine yourself being a virtual assistant because it's so vague, then it can be really hard to get started, right? Okay, so I want to dive into services that virtual assistants can offer with the goal that I say something, then you're like, Oh, Oh, I could totally see myself doing that. Okay. I'm getting more clarity on this dream now. And from there I can start to switch it into a reality. So let's dive into the basics of virtual assisting, virtual assistants support in general, and four main areas of the back end of a business, okay? I use this analogy a lot. If your client is a baker, then what they need to focus on is baking cookies, designing recipes, getting their cookies on the shelf of a Walgreens or whatever, right? But in order to do that, every business looks very similar in the back end. There's admin, there's tech, there's marketing and design. And every minute that a baker is focused on those things and is not baking cookies, their business is not growing. And so these are the four main areas that are commonly handed off to a virtual assistant to support with. You do not need to be an expert. You are not running this person's business. You are not designing their website from scratch. You are supporting. You are an assistant, okay? You are an assistant virtually, (laughs) remotely. So admin, all of you can already support with admin. You know why? Because you already support with the admin of your own life. Admin can be anything from personal admin like booking travel, booking appointments, making someone's life way easier by just taking things off of their plate to more business admin, like organizing their email inbox, scheduling meetings, um, responding to more template generic emails, getting that stuff off of their plate, okay? When I say admin, a really good tangible example is like, If you are working, you are working, and you have all this stuff that needs to be done around your house, Your grass needs to be mowed, the plants need to be watered, the dishwasher needs to be unloaded, the laundry needs to be folded, the floors need to be mopped. There's just so much to do, and you don't have enough time. So what do you do? You hire someone to help you do those things because you don't have enough time. And every time that you are mowing the lawn or folding the laundry is time you are not spending with your family, traveling, or working on your job, okay? So what you are doing as a virtual assistant, especially in admin, is literally taking tasks off of someone's plate because they don't have time to do it. You can book someone else's appointment. It doesn't have to be them. But it is such a burden for them, both energetically and with their time, that they need someone else to do it. So if you are already running the admin in your life, you can support a client with their admin. Okay? This is like handling customer service both if it's their customer or if you they need you to contact a customer service. It's all of those administrative things that you can think of. Responding to mail, organizing um, their trip, their travel, making reservations at restaurants, answering emails in their inbox, scheduling meetings, making their life easier. Okay, that's admin. Tech. Tech is anything that has to do around the sort of computer part and the software and the, and the hardware of their business. So, tech, really general and broad, okay? You might be helping update their website. Maybe there's something on their website, the website's already built. Maybe there's something on it that needs to be adjusted. Websites are Always changing think if you had a client that was selling products and so on their website It has to always be updated. Oh now they've got a product on sale You got to go in there and you can put it that it's on sale. It's got a timer websites are live websites are living organisms and always need to be tended to so that is something you can support with the tech of maybe they run an online course. The online course lives on a a hosting site. That has tech. Problems arise, you need to tend to it, you need to help fix something, you need to expand on something, add it in, change the font, You upload, download. Maybe managing their Google Drive folder that everyone in the company uses to communicate, keeping that organized, that's like a combination of admin and tech. any of the like softwares that the company uses and there might be um, glitches, maybe something went wrong or maybe a customer reaches out to your client and says, hey, I'm having a hard time logging in or, you know, whatever it is, getting access to tech. That is all things that you can support with. You might be helping with their customer relations management system, CRM. You might be helping set up their Dubsado. I'm really trying not to throw out too many jargony words because my goal here is that I say something that you're like, I could help with that. Yeah, I could. I could go into a website and and you know, put in a testimonial video where there once was a testimonial image, or yeah, I can go in and help with updating their YouTube channel and maybe um, helping with the, the SEO or descriptive index friendly words, all this kind of stuff, right? Like, yeah, you can help with that. Absolutely. I'm not saying you're building a website from scratch. I'm saying you can have be tech support, because maybe your client doesn't have time to do it, maybe your client doesn't want to do it, or maybe your client doesn't know how to do it, and they just need someone to handle it, okay? So that's tech. Design. Design is an area that virtual assistants can offer services. Normally you have an eye for design and you kind of know this already, but here are things that you can help with. You can help with your client branding their company. That is choosing colors, choosing a vibe. What are some of the icons that they commonly use? You can create Facebook banners. You can create um, Instagram images that are on brand with their company. You can create, um, PDFs you can put into, maybe you take a video that they've recorded and you design it into a beautiful, fillable PDF that can be changed into a workbook and sold or branding and design. For me, I do not have an eye for design. So I hire someone to do all the design for me. That is invaluable, invaluable, because if I designed something, it would take me way too long because I'm not good at it, and it wouldn't look as good because I'm not good at it. So I outsource that. I hire a virtual assistant who's really good at design to handle those things for me. They don't have to be graphic designers. They don't have to have Photoshop. They don't have to have Adobe Illustrator. They don't have to have one of those iPads and. Pencils, that you don't need any of that. It's about handling those tasks because maybe your client doesn't have an eye for it or they don't have time for it. Design, let me know in the comments if you kind of have an eye for design. You're artistic, you like it. You could see yourself creating a logo or you know your client has this idea but doesn't know quite how to present it so it's beautiful and visually appealing. Right? Okay, that's design. Marketing. Marketing is a really big umbrella and it's anything from helping with their social media. Social media managers are like one level up from virtual assistants. You don't have to be a social media manager. You can schedule their Instagram posts a month in advance so that they can sit back and it will automatically post and they don't have to worry about it you can schedule posts on their Facebook business page you can um, uh, you can engage with their audience on Instagram so that there's that you know engagement, growth and and, and you know really kind of interact with their followers so they feel that connection. So there's that social media aspect to marketing. There's also email marketing. So what is email marketing? Email marketing are those emails that you get every time you sign up for something, you sign up for something, you give your email address, you start to receive emails. That's email marketing. Commonly, those emails are telling you about a sale or a discount or a new product that's just been released. That might be a virtual assistant typing out those emails and putting it into the email campaign that's all planned out and they press start and someone gets an email and it goes from there. You can really help with that area. Email marketing, social media support, that is really directly related to sales. And so if your client isn't making money selling whatever their business is selling, that's a huge area you can support in. So tell me, can you can you post on Instagram? Yes. Can you respond to comments and and respond to DMs on behalf of your clients? Yes. Yes, you can. Can you post in Facebook groups on behalf of your client? Or or schedule a post on their Facebook business page? Absolutely. Can you email people? Yes, yes, you can email people. So you can really help in these areas of marketing in a business, okay? So those are the four main general areas that virtual assistants offer services. Admin, tech, design, and marketing, okay? Let me know if one of those four, let me know in the comments if you're like, actually, you know what? You did say something that I was like, I can totally help with that. Or I do something similar in my business or in my current job, my current nine to five. I do something similar that would translate over. Okay. Now that we've kind of described the core areas that we use to help define what virtual assistants are, I now wanna blow this up and really open your eyes to services you can provide or, or areas in which you can help as a virtual assistant. So that to really, it's, it's a certain way of thinking. It's like a muscle you have to take to the gym. It's an idea muscle, it's a creativity muscle. A lot of the time, virtual assistants onboard clients who just need help. They just need help. And maybe it's not in a specific area. Maybe it's not in one of those four areas. Maybe it's in all four, or maybe it's in an area that you never could have fathomed. You would be offering support. So, bookkeeping, huge one. Every business needs bookkeeping. Do you have um, background in HR? Can you can you support your client with with the other members of their team, the other people working in their company. Meal planning. Meal planning and ordering groceries, according to that list. Um, so many things, you know, design, helping design digital courses and products. Um, blog writing, writing on their blog for them because they don't have time to write on their blogs anymore, because they're busy in their growth. Um, Repurposing content. This is a huge one. This is really, really big. If a client makes a YouTube video, how can you repurpose it so that it fits on Instagram, so it fits in Facebook, so it fits on a blog, so it can be emailed out. And so now that the client does one thing, it is multiplied by 10 things because you are able to repurpose and maximize the content that they create. Maybe your client owns an Etsy shop and some of their products have gone a little flat So you get to redesign the photos, you get to re-spice things up, you get to rebrand everything and put it out like it's new. Aligning everything, all the products that maybe your uh, client offers or sells, like how are they making money, right? Aligning all their products so that it makes sense. It's like, it's like a very thought-out purchasing journey for their customers. I know VAs who, have, who support businesses that are environmentally focused. That, uh, you know, I'm thinking of one woman who graduated from the Laptop Freedom Program and she has a client that they are environmental consultants for charities. So that when charities are born, they know that from the get-go, they're being environmentally conscious about what they're doing. There's consultants on that. And she supports with them. Proofreading, huge. Drafting up emails. Maybe your client is a coach and they need help onboarding new students. So maybe you hold onboarding meetings with new students and you ask them the same generic questions about their goals and you know why they're here and what's specific about them and then that gets sent off to your client so that when they start coaching the student, they've got a profile already filled out. If your client has a lot of meetings You can prep them for the meetings by doing research on the person that they are meeting with. There's so many areas that people find themselves supporting clients as a virtual assistant. And there's so many clients. There's so many different clients. Anything can be turned into a business, okay? So it's not just people who need help with their social media that are hiring virtual assistants. There's a woman in the Laptop Freedom Program alumni community. She has a client that sells repurposed disco balls. Did you know that was a business? Neither did I. And it's booming. Cool, right? We're environmental consultants for new charities. Did you know that was a thing? Neither did I. It's a thing. We've got a an alum in the Laptop Freedom Program. Her client is I think she's like a fertility doctor for women, but she's like a speaker. she's like a public speaker now, maybe you know she used to be a fertility doctor, and now she's a public speaker on behalf of women's rights. Did you know that was the thing and she needs a virtual assistant to help her to help assist her to take these tasks off her plate but they don't have an office or they don't need an office or they don't want another employee or they don't need another employee. And so they go to a freelance contractor who will help them in these areas. And that might be 10 hours a month. And maybe you have four or five 10 hour a month clients. Maybe you have one client that keeps you busy the whole time. Virtual assisting is so general, which can make it really hard to picture. And so the very first step you need to do is start. Just start. And you'll be amazed at what services you end up offering, the clients you end up offering services to, and how many clients you have and how much money you earn while doing it. But if we sit back and keep trying to harness this really general term that has endless pathways of opportunity, then we'll never get started because it's impossible to control your virtual assistant business before you've even taken the step. So you've got to start. You just have to do the next step. The next step, is to start. Then the next step is to write down the skills you already have. And then the next step is to find clients. And maybe that means you have to identify your your ideal client right now. Your ideal client can change. The services you offer can change. It's a level of freedom and flexibility that takes a long time to get used to, but you can't get used to it before you start. You have to start. And the first step is small. So what you can offer as a virtual assistant, don't let that hold you back. Like, oh, I don't know what I can offer or I don't want to create content or I don't want to be a social media manager. Think of it as like anything is possible. Any combination of services with any combination of clients is is possible and you have to be okay with maybe not knowing exactly what it's going to look like at the beginning but only once you are in and you have that hands-on control of your va business it's only then can you start to steer it in a direction that starts to develop inside of you as you are doing the damn thing It is really important for us to be able to see ourselves doing it in order to take the leap because it helps us mitigate the risk if we can already envision it happening. And so it might be really helpful for you to think of like, okay, I'm just gonna start by doing social media for online coaches because that's what I can understand. but it doesn't have to continue there. It doesn't have to end there. And so yes, I understand it's important to be able to see yourself do it, but maybe start small. The only thing I had going into starting my virtual assistant business was admin stuff. So I did it a little bit for myself. and I had been an executive assistant. I knew I didn't want to do admin for the rest of my life, but being able to see how I could do admin virtually as a VA helped me be like, okay, I can see myself doing this and get started. It was only once I was in it and doing it did I realize all these combinations of cool things I could be doing with cool clients. And then I just, step by step, moved forward. So let me know if this resonates with you and write in the comments something you can already see yourself offering. And know it's not written in stone. It's not written in stone. Okay. I love you. Best of luck. Please just get started. Thank you for listening to the Wonderless VA podcast. I hope this episode and many more help you fulfill your VA dreams. To learn more about virtual assisting, you can find us on all the channels, including Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.